remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that explores the lives of famous individuals on the day they passed away. Today we're delving into the extraordinary life of Christian Dior, a revolutionary fashion designer whose iconic designs transformed the world of high fashion. Today marks the 66th anniversary of his death. So without any further ado, let's dive into the extraordinary life of Christian Dior. Part 1, A Dreamer is Born, 1905-1928 Christian Dior, destined to become one of the titans of fashion, began his journey in the quaint seaside town of Granville, situated on the Normandy coast. Born on January 21st, 1905, into a family affluent from the fertilizer business, Christian was the second of five children of Maurice Dior and Madeleine Martin. Despite the industrial nature of his family's wealth, the Diors appreciated art and beauty, surrounding their children with gardens and sophisticated decor, inadvertently nurturing Christian's sensitivity to aesthetics and design. As Christian grew, the family relocated to Paris, the city that would later become synonymous with his fashion empire. Here, immersed in an environment of cultural richness and artistic freedom, Dior's affinity for the arts flourished. He was a regular at the Louvre, drawn to the world of an impressionist art, and found himself absorbed by the architecture and grandeur of Paris, elements that would subtly influence his design in later years. Dior's education, however, was a matter of familial expectation rather than personal aspiration. His father insisted he undertake political science studies to prepare for a diplomatic career. Yet, the pull of art was irresistible to Christian, and he spent much of his academic life deeply involved in the vibrant Parisian cultural scene, socializing with artists, writers, and musicians. In a bold move defying his father's ambitions and with his family's financial backing, Dior opened an art gallery in the early 1920s. He dedicated this space to the avant-garde scene, showcasing works by esteemed artists, including Pablo Picasso, and nurturing emerging talents. This period was formative for Dior, shaping his artistic eye and his appreciation for contemporary art movements, even as he grappled with his own direction. However, tragedy and economic turmoil were on the horizon. The Great Depression, coupled with the loss of his mother and brother, as well as his father's business collapse, forced Dior to confront the fragility of success and the harshness of life. The art gallery closed, and Christian found himself financially strained, searching for stability amidst personal and global uncertainty. In the harsh realities of this period, that inadvertently guided him towards the world of fashion. To survive, he sold fashion sketches, a trade that allowed him to exploit his artistic talents within a commercial realm. These illustrations, marked by their uniqueness and elegance, caught the attention of several courtiers, nudging Dior onto the path where he would eventually revolutionize the world of fashion. Part 2. Making of a Couturier 1928 to 1946. As the 1920s gave way to the 1930s, Christian Dior na navigated his darkest days with the only compass he knew, art. 
the young artist who once envisioned a life amidst canvases and sculptures now found solace in the unlikely world of fashion sketching. His talent did not go unnoticed, and soon Christian found work with Robert Pigou, a well-known fashion designer of that era. Here, in the heart of haute couture, Dior redefined his innate skills under the mentorship of Pigou. Learning the intricacies of design from conceptualization to creation. The outbreak of World War II in 1939 and the subsequent occupation of France brought chaos to the nation and the fashion industry. During these tumultuous years, Dior served in the military, an experience that temporarily removed him from the world of fashion, but profoundly shaped his worldview. Post-military service, Dior returned to a Paris where the fashion industry struggled to survive. He joined the fashion house of Lucien Léon, a pivotal move where he not only contributed to preserving of the French fashion industry, which was threatened by the Nazi regime's policies, but also cross-pollinated ideas with other emerging designers. The period of occupation was one of strife, but it also was a crucible in which Dior's resolve and design were tested and strengthened. These years also deepened Dior's understanding of the female silhouette. The restrictions on fabric had forced designers to become more innovative, working under the constraints that Dior would later cite as a creative challenge that honed his craft. He became more adept at creating beauty without extravagance, a skill that would underpin his future work. As the war ended and the world began the process of rebuilding, so too did Christian Dior. The year 1946 became a landmark in his career, as with the financial backing of the textile magnate Marcel Boussac, he found the courage to realize a long-cherished dream. At 30 Avenue Montaigne, a cultural upper center in Paris, Dior established his own fashion house, a decision that carried immense risk in the post-war economic climate. Part 3. The Golden Era of the New Look, 1947-1957 The world post-World War II was one of yearning and change and revival. People sought to shake off the gray shadows of war and once again embrace beauty and luxury. Christian Dior, sensitive to the zeitgeist, unveiling his groundbreaking first collection on February 12, 1947. It was an event that would not only redefine his career, but also the entire fashion industry. Dubbed The New Look by Harper Bazaar's editor, Carmel Snow, Dior's debut collection broke away from the restrained wartime styles. It was a revolutionary ode to opulence and femininity, featuring rounded shoulders, cinched waists, and full skirts. The luxurious designs requiring yards of fabric boldly defied the fabric restrictions of the wartime years. Women who had grown accustomed to the more austere, practical clothing of the wartime years were introduced to a world where elegance, softness, and grace were paramount. The collection, though initially shocking to some, was a resounding success, catapulting Dior to international fame. More than just clothing, the new look symbolized a new era of hope and prosperity. 
Dior's Paris Atelier became a pilgrimage site for fashion enthusiasts, celebrities, and royalty, all eager to wear a Dior original. The designer's influence spanned across oceans, reviving the fashion industries in Paris and beyond, and reaffirming the city as the capital of fashion. During this golden era, Dior continued to innovate. He introduced various lines from A and H to Y lines, each collection adding a new silhouette and a new way for women to define themselves. He was not just creating clothes, he was shaping the female identity of a new age, allowing women to dream again through fabric and design. However, Dior's world wasn't confined just to clothing. He expanded his empire into perfumes, another avenue to capture femininity and luxury. In 1947, he launched Miss Dior, his first fragrance, a scent encapsulated in the spirit of his fashions. The diversification marked the beginning of Dior's global brand building as his name became synonymous with French luxury and elegance. Amidst this whirlwind of success, Dior managed his empire with a personal touch. He was known for his humble demeanor and his hands-on approach, whether in selecting fabrics, perfecting a design, or choosing the accessories for his models. He built not just a brand, but a family of artists, models, and artisans, all integral in the House of Dior. Part 4. The Final Bow and Lasting Legacy, 1957 to the Present the year 1957 began like any other for Christian Dior, filled with the anticipation of new collections and the continual growth of his fashion empire. Little did anyone know it would be the most poignant year for Dior and his namesake house. On October 24, 1957, the fashion world was rocked by the devastating news. Christian Dior had passed away while on a holiday in Montcatini, Italy. The cause was a heart attack and abrupt end to a life so full of vigor, creativity, and future plans. Dior's sudden passing left a void in the fashion industry. He was not merely a designer, he was a visionary who had reshaped the way women dressed, influencing fashion and culture on a global scale. The question hanging in the air was poignant and anxious. What would the house of Dior become? Christian Dior had once said, I have created this legacy to make people happy. It is up to those who follow me to keep it alive. True to his wish, the house of Dior turned to a young, relatively unknown talent, Yves Saint Laurent. At just 21 years old, Saint Laurent took on the daunting task of presenting the spring 1958 collection, dubbed Trapeze. It was a triumph, offering a fresh perspective and interpretation of Dior's iconic silhouette and setting the stage for the brand's future successes. The years following Dior's death demonstrated the resilience and timeless appeal of his brand. The house of Dior flourished, evolving with the changing times while remaining true to its founder's vision of elegance, beauty, and femininity. Dior's influence also extended beyond the realms of fashion, shaping the visual arts, cinema, and culture. 
The brand's collaboration with artists, its presence in prestigious events, and its influence in defining the looks of numerous icons of style underscored Dior's cultural significance. Today, more than a half a century after its death, Christian Dior's legacy continues to captivate and inspire. The brand stands as a symbol of artistry, sophistication, and revolutionary design. Dior's pioneering spirit lives on in every garment, fragrance, and creation that bears his name, ensuring that the magic he first introduced to the world in 1947 persists. From the archives of the past to the latest runway shows, the essence of Christian Dior is ever-present. A celebration of femininity, a pursuit of excellence, and a passion for the extraordinary. His life's work endures a testament to his genius, shaping not just the house of Dior, but the fashion industry at large, etching his lasting mark on history. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on Christian Dior, a revolutionary fashion designer. He's also who died today, October 23rd. Additionally, if you enjoyed today's episode and want a visual of what Christian Dior looked like, please follow our Instagram, who period died period today. Lastly, make sure to rate us wherever you are listening. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we explore the life of another remarkable individual who made a lasting and indelible mark on history. I'm your host Peter, and thank you for listening.